You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You've entered the Doctor's Lounge. Welcome back. I'm your host, Dr. Hal Schurz, and every week, myself and my co-host, Dr. Scott Barber, come to you and bring you the information that you need regarding health care so that you can advocate for your health care, for your family's health care, and make the decisions that are important for you and your family. The Doctor's Lounge is sponsored by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, which is the only physician-led healthcare think tank in the country. Uh, our website is www.d4pcfoundation.org. That's d4pcfoundation.org. We need your help so that we can continue to be Radio Free Europe for you here at the um, at uh, America's Web Radio. So please support our efforts. Go to our website. No amount is too big and no amount is too small. Five dollars. but you know what? If you don't uh, help us, we cannot help you. And we really are doing yeoman's work trying to uh, fight for healthcare freedom for each and every one of you. And we've got wins under our belt that we've shared with you week after week. And uh, we stand for the doctor-patient relationship, which is something that um, uh, is not a universal relationship. uh, concept anymore, especially in uh, in politics with people who have a D after their name. So please support the Docs for Patient Care Foundation and uh, give generously to us. You know, I am I prepare for this show every week, trying to think about what I want to speak about. And um, for for the last few months, I think we've been consumed with COVID. Um, We've talked about it incessantly, and uh, I don't know about all of you, but I am suffering from COVID fatigue, and I want to take a break from COVID and uh, go back to some of the things that we always have focused on here, which is um, the health care of uh, of average Americans and and what does that mean and and what does that look like in the future and I um, always come back to the politics unfortunately now the confluence of politics in just about everything in our lives is is uh, uh, really un, un uh, unfathomable it's 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 involved everything there's not a thing today that um, is not involving politics somehow um, whether it is um, freedom of speech whether it is um, trying to figure out whether or not our schools open everything has politics involved in it including our response to covid so I'm going to try to talk pure politics today in terms of health care and um, try to unpack for everyone the Biden health care plan and what does that mean? What does that even look like? So Joe Biden had a health care platform. It was on his website, but in the last few days, Biden, the Biden team brought together 
the most radical left elements in America to come up with a new platform that went even further than um, than Biden's left of center platform was to start with, and they came up with their their new um, platform, the new agenda. And make no mistake about it, um, the Biden platform is not the Biden platform at all, because that man has absolutely no original ideas. And we've seen this for the 40 years of his career where he's plagiarized people and he's taken things from people that don't belong to him and claimed that they're his own. And he's doing the same thing right now um, with every single issue that he um, speaks about, that his handlers write speeches about and allow him to talk about. But he is merely a puppet, a figurehead, and the left are the puppeteers who are going to be pulling the strings and deciding what the policies for America are going to look like. And in health care, these policies are profound, and people need to be aware of what they're getting into with a Biden presidency. Everybody right now is focused on on COVID and what the response is to this pandemic. They're also focused on safety and rioting in the streets and anarchy and the degeneration of our society. But if you take your eye off the ball, take take your focus away from the other issues that are out there, you can lose sight of what we have and what it is that the left would like to see happen. And with health care, the, the ends are not, are not uh, uh, pretty at all. They are, are quite ugly. And so let me, let me um, start to tell you about what health care will look like under a Biden administration? What health care issues? What's the platform for the Biden administration? Well, first of all, he is not in favor of personal freedom. You know, President Trump, for the last three and a half years, has deregulated health care and has made it more accessible, not less accessible, but more accessible for people. He's stood for allowing individuals to decide what kind of health care that they would like. He has made it um, clear that they can use their own money, tax deductible or tax deferred, to pay for health care, that People should be free to make the choices for themselves and their family. That um, that the uh, regulations that have impeded um, the acquisition of healthcare services should be should be uh, uh, reversed, so that that people have greater opportunities and greater choices to provide and to receive healthcare. Issues. He stood for price transparency in healthcare, something that the hospitals and the insurance companies have fought him on, and um, and so he has really been 
um, the best president for health care freedom in, in generations? Well, that's not Joe Biden, and that's not the left. What the left would like to see is complete control over health care. Now, socialist Bernie Sanders wants Medicare for all, a complete takeover. Um, Vice President Biden would like to see an expansion of Obamacare. He maintains that that was a big effing deal, like he said on the live mic when President Obama signed that into law back in 2010. He would like to see the Affordable Care Act expanded, and he he rails against every effort that the Trump administration has taken to try to um, to uh, retire the the uh, policies of the Affordable Care Act, which have been restrictive for individuals and have ca- caused health care costs to skyrocket to more than double in uh, in the in the past uh, um, ten years, and it's not because. President Trump came in and limited the Affordable Care Act because the Affordable Care Act was all on the taxpayer dime. That's why the costs were held down. And when you stop printing money and giving it into the Affordable Care Act machine and the true costs of the health care are revealed, the costs are astronomical, which is why the Bernie Sanders health care plan Medicare for all is just unsustainable. The Bernie Sanders plan, as we've talked about time and time again on this show before COVID, was a plan that would cost, at the minimum, $3.6 trillion over 10 years. And that's been revised. It's There's an uptick in that. And it would be north of $4 trillion to take over health care. And quite honestly, that's probably an underestimate. You know, when Medicare was initiated back in 1964, they said that it would never exceed $2 billion. Today, it is at the $600 billion range. So the estimates are, are always grossly under what they claim it's going to be. So Biden wants to expand the Affordable Care Act and Medicare and Medicaid and the wonderful current VA health care system, which, again, we have talked about ad nauseum on this show and um, and revealed the the um, how absolutely um, bankrupt. I don't mean that in a in a in a monetary standpoint. I mean that in a um, in a philosophical and in a uh, in in a uh, regulatory or or in, a, in in the way that the the system works in an operative way, how what how bankrupt the VA system is and how it's let down our veterans. This is what Joe Biden wants to expand. So what he says is that quote private insurers need real competition to ensure that they have incentive to provide affordable quality coverage for every American. Well, guess what? If the government is competing against private insurers, 
private insurers are not going to stick around because they cannot compete in that market. Insurers go into healthcare because it's profitable to them. There's, let's let's make no mistake about it. Now, I, we you've heard me say for the last five years on this show how we have to get rid of insurance companies. They cannot be the... Um, the, the People cannot rely on them to be the source of their health care. Insurance companies should be what they are for auto or for home. They should be a hedge against a bankruptcy. They should cover the big ticket items and individuals should cover their, their own care. If the government is competing against insurance companies, and they can't make a profit in health insurance, they're going to just leave the market, and they're going to stick to home insurance and life insurance and disability insurance, and there's going to be fewer and fewer choices in the private market until it goes away. We saw that happen under Obamacare. There were 1,800 small insurance companies that folded under um, the weight of Obamacare, and uh, some big ones, some like, um, like, uh, like Prudential. They just went away. They said, "The heck with it. We're not going to, you know, bang our heads against the wall in this in this uh, um, untenable un, uh, market." And so they left. And that's what's going to happen to the um, other players. Um, Joe Biden stands for the public option, so he um, is getting is going to get pushback from insurers and from doctors. Um, but he maintains that insurers will compete against the the public option, and um, and that's just simply not the case. Now, this is a con- point of contention between Joe Biden, who is a staunch supporter of Obamacare, and the Bernie Sanders and the Alexandria Ocasio Cortezes of of our country. They want to see a complete government takeover of health care right away, and uh, and we'll see who prevails. But one one way or the other, it's going to basically suck for the American patients. So, what else is is under the Biden health care plan? Well, now that we're in the COVID world, he wants to see COVID testing expanded, and he wants to make it free. And then he wants to make treatment free and vaccinations free. Everything's going to be free. And who's going to pay for that? You and me. Everybody's going to pay for that. Um, and uh, I'm not sure that that uh, there isn't a role for some subsidization, but this is just the the camel's nose under the tent for things being free and uh, and everybody uh, having an entitlement mentality and no skin in the game because everything is free. You know, when something is free, it has zero value to people, and um, and I think that that's that's been proven um, time and time again. Um, Biden wants to see the government cover COBRA. You know, COBRA is is the uh, plan that allows people to continue their health insurance when they leave a job. Well, he feels that because of the COVID pandemic and people losing their jobs and losing their health insurance because of it, that the government should cover COVID, I'm sorry, should cover COBRA for the duration of their unemployment. And that unemployment may be for quite some time because the way that 
the the um, the uh, CARES Act is put together, people now are incentivized to stay unemployed. To if they've lost their job or if they have an opportunity to be furloughed they are actually being incentivized not to go back to work when their job opens because they're making more money being unemployed. And uh, and so Biden wants to cover their health care through that period of time. He wants to um, set up a health agency, a health care regime with 100,000 contact tracers for covid and then beyond. And so this is going to be similar to what is happening in China. You know, in China, people they've collected DNA and they've collected um, your contact information and they can trace where you're going. And, um, and basically, it's great in a totalitarian state to, to shut it down to control the spread of a disease, but the... Uh, the nefarious implications and uses of such a system don't have to be elaborated upon. It's it's um, it's really breathtaking and it's completely un-American. And I don't think that that's what we stand for in the United States. Joe Biden wants to set a cap to ensure that patients spend no more than eight point five percent of their income on premiums, and he wants to lift the cap subsidies for the Affordable Care Act plans. So right now, a um, an individual gets full subsidies if they are um, four times the poverty level or less. So they're subsidized for plans on the Affordable Care Act. Joe Biden wants to say, you know what, we're going to just forget about the four-time poverty level, and we're just going to lift those caps, especially for states, which are red states, which have Republican governors who refuse to expand Medicaid programs. For those states, he wants to get, he wants to fix that problem by allowing the individuals in those states to be able to be on the public option with no cost to them. So when we talk about how much is this system going to cost and can we afford it, the answer is a lot of money and no. Um, He's claiming that his plan would cost us just $750 billion, only $750 billion. It's like chump change, right? Well, it's going to cost way more than that if all of these measures that he would like to see happen get get enacted. And the likelihood of this going even further with the cadre of people who are sitting at his elbow telling him what to do is even greater, <clears throat> especially so in a Democrat-run Congress where they can just ram through these crazy ideas and then Biden will just sign them because he probably isn't even uh, aware of what he's signing these days, but he'll just sign off on anything that comes out of a Democrat-run Congress. 
He wants to cap <clears throat> out-of-pocket drug costs for seniors, something that <clears throat> I actually support to an extent. Um, he wants to um, allow Medicare to negotiate directly with drug manufacturers on pricing. Again, something that <clears throat> might actually not be a bad idea. And here's where Biden is like the plagiarist that I said he was earlier, <clears throat> where he steals from different people. You know, depending on <clears throat> what issue it is he's talking about, sometimes he sounds like Bernie Sanders, <clears throat> and at other times he sounds like Donald Trump. <clears throat> he's a chameleon, and he'll just say what he needs to say to make people feel comfortable, whatever crowd he's trying to appeal to at the time. What he's saying is in his plan that everyone will have access to a high-quality, low-cost, platinum-level, federally-administrated health insurance option. Um, All low-income Americans are automatically enrolled at no cost, and his plan will allow illegal aliens to participate in this plan. Now, he says that they will not be able to get government-subsidized care that they will have to pay, but they can participate. But in in um, many states where illegal aliens are already getting tax-subsidized education, tax-subsidized care already, like in California, it's only a matter of time before that promise is broken and all illegal aliens are participating in this health care plan, which is the government-run system. He, um, Biden, um, wants to see this public option providing at least one plan choice without any deductibles. So it will be administered by Medicare, not by private insurance, and it will cover all primary care without any co-pays, and it will control the costs for other treatments by negotiating prices with doctors and with hospitals. And the lowest-income Americans not eligible for Medicaid will automatically be enrolled in the public option at no cost. And um, this is going to, if, if you believe that all of these promises are going to be able to cost us $750 billion, you are drinking the Kool-Aid, you are smoking the, the Mary Jane, because there's no possible way that you can make all of these promises and keep the cost of the system under control. He wants to see the Medicare age reduced to 60, which will incentivize people to maybe stop working earlier. Um, because you know, A lot of people, a lot of Americans work well past 65, and they work past 65 because they not only want to be productive, and, and 65 today is more like 55 in the 1960s, but because they um, get their health insurance paid through their work, which is not the bad thing that everybody says it is, provided that it is 
what it should be, which is the hedge against a catastrophic event. So getting your insurance, your health insurance through your place of business is really not a bad thing. It's a good benefit that businesses like to offer to their employees. Well, people work so that they can keep these benefits. And if you get rid of private insurance and private um, and decrease the Medicare um, age, it's going to substantially change the workforce. And it will look more like France than we do the United States. Um, this is a good one that will appeal to a lot of people. The Biden plan wants to restore federal funding to Planned Parenthood. And um, we don't really need to get into that conversation today, but we know what that means. Um, the Biden plan will um, call for a minimum wage, a minimum wage for employees in health in the healthcare sector if that employer is funded by taxpayer dollars so let me explain that a little bit so right now hospitals and you know you've heard me rail against hospitals i am not a fan of hospitals by any means but hospitals which by and large, the majority are are tax exempt organizations. They run their businesses as five hundred one c threes. That means they don't pay a penny of tax on the money that they that they um, collect. That could be construed as being funded by taxpayer dollars. That would mean that all of those hospitals if they want to maintain their tax-exempt status, would have to make sure that every single employee in their facility was a minimum $15 an hour wage earner. Now, that may already be the case for skilled employees in the hospitals, like nurses, like radiology techs, like um, pharmacists and pharmacy techs. But for the people who are the housekeepers or the people who work in the kitchen or in other places who may not be getting that amount of money, that's going to uh, uh, substantially cut into the uh, hospital um, uh, overhead. Not that I'm crying about that, but just understand what that means. They also The Biden plan also calls for having workers in those facilities that are funded by taxpayer dollars being able to unionize. And um, that could be a significant problem because that would mean that doctors can unionize, which right now is available on a limited scale, but it would increase this. And and um, we've seen what happens in countries where doctors have been allowed to unionize, like in Great Britain and in other places, um, it has been a, a, a major problem for patients. So the Biden plan is Obamacare 2.0. And um, the, the Sanders plan, Medicare for all, 
um, is going to get integrated into this somehow because they don't like the incrementalism of the Biden plan. So this is what you have to look forward to under a Biden administration. And if there is a Democrat-controlled Congress, then this is an absolute fait accompli. This is what we're going to see. So um, let's take a break, and then we will uh, talk about uh, where what this all means to everybody when we get back in the doctor's lounge. Stay with us. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Here in January of 2020, as we begin our sixth calendar year, uh, as uh, as uh, announcers on the Doctors Lounge, um, we're back in the Doctors Lounge, and we are today talking about what life would look like under a Joe Biden uh, presidency um, regarding health care. Um, I'm going to digress. It's impossible today, impossible to just focus on a pure issue like we have in the past, like health care. And this show ha- tries to stay within those those guardrails. But I'm going to digress because it's it's um, quite difficult to, to stay focused when the world around you is burning. And um, and I need to just take five minutes to set this up so that we can talk about what happens next in health care. But if Biden wins, if the Democrats win Congress, if they control both branches of government, then it's Katie bar the door. Um, the Biden plan is bad enough, but as we see, he's just a puppet. And the most radical individuals in American history will be pulling the strings. And we're talking about Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and AOC and Rashid Tlaib and Ilan Omar and Keith Ellison, people who hate America, hate everything we stand for, who hate our American health care system, which is the best in the world. And I don't care what the media tries to tell you. It's the best in the world. Go anywhere else and try to get health care. And I promise you, you will be back here thanking God that you're in the United States of America. 
Um, these people want to transform America. You heard it this week that that's what they want to do. That's what Obama said, that he wants to fundamentally transform America. And um, and they're going to make Obama look like a conservative. These people hate our country. And look who's supporting o- uh, Biden. People like Angela Davis, who's a convicted um, anarchist who is a Marxist. She thinks that Biden would be the best president because he can be controlled. And these radical people will be given ultimate power over everything, law and order, immigration, taxation, education, the military, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment, which is free speech, the Second Amendment, which is guns that are coming after them, and, of course, health care. People did not pay attention in New York City after 20 years of Republican leadership to clean up what was at the time of Rudy's first election, the most dangerous city in the United States with over 2,600 murders. New Yorkers finally got fed up and they elected de Blasio twice, twice. You know, the people like me who grew up in New York in the in the 60s and the 70s Remember that time when nobody could walk down the street safely, where you clutched your purse or you had your wallet in your front pocket. Everybody knew someone who got beaten up or mugged or um, knew somebody who got assaulted or whose car got broken into. There wasn't, wasn't a person I knew who didn't know somebody who was a victim of crime. <clears throat> and the Republicans cleaned it up, and now look what's happening under de Blasio, who's the who's the worst excuse for a human being that I've ever seen in my life. New York is an example. It is a it is a petri dish for what's going to happen in this country if Biden gets elected and the Democrats win Congress, because we've been infected with a virus. And we need a vaccination. And I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about leftism. And the Democrats need to clean up their act. They need to vaccinate themselves against these leftists leftists who are out to destroy our country. And people who love America must wake up and see how these people are trying to destroy it before it's too late, before what happened in New York under de Blasio happens everywhere, and there's nowhere that's going to be safe. Nowhere. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to go. The pundits always say that this is the most significant election ever. We hear that every single election cycle. This time, it's absolutely true. This time there's a binary choice between America or Marxism. And you might not like Donald Trump. You might have to hold your nose when you vote. But if you vote for Biden, you can kiss America goodbye because we are never, ever coming back. It's not like the pendulum is going to swing a little bit to the left and then we'll be able to, you know, get it back the next time. The left is going to see to it that that they hold on to power forever. They'll change everything to make sure that the same mistake, which they claim is Donald Trump, never happens again. We're witnessing anarchy in our streets, and nothing is happening. Yesterday, 
one of the highest ranking police officers in New York City, was assaulted at a at a uh, a peaceful protest, actually a a, a a unity march for the police by the faith community, and was assaulted, and nothing happened. Nothing happened. No one was arrested in St. Louis. The radical leftist attorney general filed charges against a white couple with a long rifle who were protecting themselves when their gated community was illegally broken into and trespassed upon and individuals were threatening them. They're the, they're the ones who are being prosecuted. The, the lunatics have taken over the asylum and if we don't wake up this is going to be our fate everywhere. So let's take this back to healthcare because that's what we focus on in this show. So tell me what healthcare is like in Venezuela right now. If you can't answer that question because you're ignorant and you're not paying attention, well, then shame on you. Do a little research and look at what healthcare is like in Venezuela. You know, Venezuela used to be the second richest country in the Western Hemisphere, and now it is a third world country. Why? Because leftists have ruled that country for the last several decades. They've plundered it, and they have made individuals poorer, and they've controlled their lives. And in healthcare, that means they can't get medical services, they can't get medications, they have to illegally cross the border into Colombia to get the basic medications that we here take for granted. And I'm talking about Tylenol and Motrin and over-the-counter stuff, not to mention antibiotics or blood pressure medication or insulin. People are dying in Venezuela for no good reason other than leftism. People in Venezuela, and I know Venezuelans who who have fled, who work with me, people thought that it couldn't happen there. It can't happen in Venezuela. Look at our country. We are so prosperous. We are so rich and and we're so we're so egalitarian. Well, they didn't think it could happen and it did. And people here don't think it can happen, and it will. It will happen if Democrats win. So I'm not sure. Um, and and by the way, um, on this station, I, I'm talking about Venezuela, at 1 o'clock today on America's Web Radio, um, there'll be the Venezuela show. So please, please, um, if you want to learn more about the debacle that is happening there and what you can look for, what is in store for you as an American if you make the wrong decisions at the polls, listen into that show and you'll get a, a real good dose of what's happening. So when, if and when Biden and his leftist buddies win, I, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm not sure of the order that this will happen. But the healthcare system will fall apart, and um, it will um, the 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 rapidity and order in which things happen will all be predicated on what the government allows. What do I mean by that? Well, if the government outlaws private insurance 
and says we're going to go to a federal system, a Medicare for all, then then this will accelerate things. If there is a public option and people still have the private, uh, the ability to get private care, then this will happen incrementally. But it will happen in any case. You can absolutely be sure of that. Um, because the government, a leftist-run government, needs to have the government control over health care. They need it. They have to have it to control the people. In every single socialist, communist, Marxist regime, the very first thing that the government did was take over the health care system. Before they suspended free speech, before they suspended, they confiscated guns, they took over the health care system. Because when they control your health care, they control you. That's what the Chinese are trying to do, for crying out loud. The Chinese have infiltrated our, um, our supply chain for so much of what we're dependent on in health care. They're trying to strangle us by controlling our health care. That's the communist model. The Chinese, and I've said this on this show before, control or touch 90% of the drugs that we are reliant upon, whether they are prescription drugs or over-the-counter drugs. They control the aspirin market. They control the acetaminophen market, which are in so many over-the-counter drugs. So in a communist run regime and let's make no bones about it joe biden is a communist if you surround yourself with communists and i don't care what you want to call yourself you can call yourself a a democrat socialist you can call yourself black lives matter you can call yourself puppies and kittens you can call yourself anything you want Names don't matter. It's your actions that matter. And if the people that you su- surround yourself with are are communists, that's their ideology. That's how they are wired. Then that's what they're going to impose on people. And that's what the Chinese are about. That's what the Venezuelans are about. That's what they want for this country. So with health care, we will see a shrinking private health care market. Um, it can't compete with the government. We saw this contraction when Obamacare was passed. Um, once health care is completely paid for by the government, then it will be rationed. It cannot be sustained where you just can get any kind of care that you want. And we hear this from Bernie and from Joe and from all of these these Marxists that their system is going to be great because people will be able to go to any doctor they want. They'll just be able to call and get in and they'll they'll be able to get their health care for free. There won't be any, any money out of pocket. Well, good luck because we know what happens in the Medicaid system. The Medicaid system is a perfect example of what a card does for you. A card simply allows you to wait online for an appointment. It doesn't guarantee you care. It just gives you the ability to get on the line. We see that with the veterans as well. The veterans wait months and months for an appointment. They've got a VA card. Don't they have access? Of 
Of course they have access, but they may not get care, and that's what this system means. Um, basic ser- services that we all take for granted, surgery, medications, diagnostic tests, they will all be uh, um, rationed out. So who decides on who gets what and where you know where you get your care and from whom? It will be a a a politburo, a politburo. It will be it will be the people in the hierarchy who will set up a a regime where they will look at the requests that come in for care and they'll decide whether or not you can get your heart surgery, your knee replacement, your cataract surgery, because there won't be an ability to do this in the private market because that no longer exists. It'll all be through the government system. And you'll have to you'll have to send in a uh, a request to somebody who will decide whether or not you'll be able to get care or not. So you're 75 years old and you've got cancer and the treatment is going to cost the system a million dollars. Well, you know what? You're 75. You've lived a pretty good life. You know what? I'll tell you what. Here's some here's some uh, Xanax and here's a bottle of Jack Daniels and uh, here's some videos. Go ahead and just relax at home and uh, make the best of it because that's what you can expect because nobody's going to care about you. Nobody. So there'll be a um, there'll be dominoes that will fall and they'll fall quickly. There'll be fewer doctors because in this system the doctors are going to be paid pennies. So who in their right mind is going to want to be a doctor in this kind of system where they can't deliver care and they don't make any any money. <coughs> and I'm not saying that doctors go into this for money, but let me just say that if you're a young person and you're working hard and you have to decide if you're going to work 80 hours a week. No, that's, I'm, I'm being I'm being I'm I'm, I'm actually exaggerating but let's 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 be real let's say you're working 30 hours a week because in this system where you have doctors well you might be working 80 hours a week with fewer doctors but you know right now we've got a a system that is moving in the direction of of uh getting worse and not better with with uh, hospitalists who work on shifts and don't know uh, patient from one day to the next. Um, so in in that kind of men- mentality, in that kind of system, the uh, you know you are working, and uh, if you're making no money, no matter how many hours you're working, and you have an opportunity to work the same amount of time in real estate or in. Uh, as an entrepreneur doing something and uh, making more than you can sacrificing your your life because that's what doctors do they make sacrifices and change their lives around and putting yourself at risk in this covid environment aren't doctors putting themselves at risk being in situations where they are taking care of people who can potentially make them sick so who's going to do that 
in in a system where there's no no reward, nobody. So there'll be longer lines, longer waits for care. And because there are going to be fewer doctors, there's going to be less qualified people delivering that care. I shudder to think who's going to be available, who's going to be around to take care of me when I am 85, 90 years old. You know, the people, I right now I have a network of people. I'm feeling pretty good right now because, God forbid, I get sick right now. I have the, the, the network of friends who will take care of me, who are all qualified people. But as we disappear, as we get older and we are no longer there, and I don't have that network and I'm reliant on the system, I'm concerned what the system is going to look like. Hospitals will close because there's just going to be fewer resources, and so there'll be fewer choices. Americans are are spoiled right now. You know, you can pretty much get a hospital bed anywhere unless, of course, you're in uh, Florida right now in Dade County and all the beds are taken up by COVID patients or in Houston, which is, you know, a situation that in a, a Biden world where there's fewer hospitals, could you imagine what that would look like with fewer hospitals and this kind of pandemic with fewer doctors, it would be an absolute debacle. It would be the 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 1918 flu pandemic and the bubonic plague all rolled into one. It would be, decimate our 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 population, and capital markets will will collapse when this happens. Moody's estimated that on its trends to watch in 2020 that there's potential credit implications across multiple sectors of the healthcare industry for if Biden wins the election with payers, providers, and pharmaceutical companies and they predict that healthcare earnings will suffer. And when earnings suffer, that means that capital leaves the mar- that marketplace and it goes someplace else. And so the single-payer public option poses a tremendous risk to capital markets that are involved in health care. That includes the pharmaceutical industry. You know, right now, what are we witnessing? We're witnessing actually a, um, a Manhattan Project trying to come up with a vaccination for covid and um, it's worldwide, but the major efforts are in the free world. It's between the United States and Great Britain and Israel, three really strong partners in liberty. And the efforts that are being um, put forth to try to come up with vaccinations are Gargantuan. They're monumental. This could never happen under a Biden presidency. Never, 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 never. Because there'll be no incentive for pharmaceutical companies to to um, to put their resources into such efforts. Because there will be fewer companies, 
and they will not have the manpower, the brain power, the capital to be able to do this kind of effort. So R&D will dry up. We will not see new drugs. And at a time when we have a COVID epidemic, at a time when we're talking about superbugs, you know, the flesh-eating bacteria that you read about, you know, in the front page of, you know, the National Enquirer, you know, these are, there are really bad bacteria out there in the environment that are resistant to the antibiotics that we currently have. Where do you think those new antibiotics will come from? In a Biden-run healthcare system. Are they coming from Venezuela? Are they coming from communist countries? Are they coming from Cuba? Of course they're not. They're coming from the United States of America with a free healthcare sector. So this is, this is what you have to look forward to. You think it can't happen? Do you think that it's hyperbole? Look what has become of our country after just four months of COVID. Look, who would have thought that a disease could transform our country so quickly? Look at anarchy in our streets after just two months of civil unrest. It's lawlessness. People are getting shot. One-year-olds are getting shot in their strollers, and nobody is doing anything. Criminals are being arrested and released the same day with no bail because leftist politicians are pandering to the, the most radical extremist aspects of our country. This is not lunatic thinking. This The lunacy is not recognizing what is unfolding right before our very eyes. And once all of this goes, there is no walking this back this time. It's not going to happen. The left will see to it that this does not happen once they seize power, and they'll do whatever they need to do to retain it, whether that means getting rid of the filibuster in the Senate, which they're going to do, which would mean going ahead and um, uh, packing the courts with judges that will rubber stamp leftist ideas and ignore the Constitution. It means eliminating the Constitution and shredding it and getting rid of every single one of the rights that Americans have held dear that have set the United States of America apart from the rest of the world for the last 250 years. And um, we are um, perilously close to losing this all if people don't wake up. And it starts with health care. So you can think that what I'm saying today is is off the rails, that it is inappropriate for a healthcare show to be talking about these issues because it's really not pertinent to healthcare. It's very pertinent to healthcare. I find um, healthcare to be the most important issue that I deal with on a daily basis. Not the maybe not the most important issue in my life, but. I've devoted my life to healthcare. I f- I hold 
health care, health care freedom, our system of health care, very, very near and dear to my heart. And I want to see that system live on for my children, for my grandchildren, for my patients. And I will tell you that I am not alone, that if there is a Biden presidency, a Democrat-controlled Congress, that I am out, that I am no longer going to be practicing medicine because I will refuse to um, to compromise my um, my principles, my principles in dealing with patients and kowtow to to this element. So I hope everybody is a crypto Republican voter, a silent Republican voter, because the alternative is just unthinkable. So thanks for being with us today and talking about health care under Joe Biden. And uh, come back next week, be with my co-host Scott Barber, and I'll be back with you in two weeks. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.